Hello, Dynasty In-Depth listeners. I'm Colt here with Ryan, and we are back for another episode of your favorite podcast. Howdy, everyone. Dynasty In-Depth, coming at you. Okay, so we are going to continue on down our NFC buys and sells onto the NFC North. But first, I want to talk about a phenomena that occurs often at the end of fantasy and NFL seasons. It is the RB that hasn't done anything all year explosion. Mm, yes. Last the year. The championship RB. The championship RB happens every year. Mm-hmm. Went through and pulled some numbers. 2005, starting with 2015 in the last uh, last five games of the year. Week 12 through 17. The top 10 running backs include names such as Rashad Jennings, Isaiah Crowell, D'Angelo Williams, Tim Hightower. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, continuing on down. Frank Gore every year since <laughs> 2004. Jer- Chris Ivory. Jeremy Hill. Latavius Murray. Moving on to 2016, we see Bilal Powell. Mm, Jay Ajayi. Jay Ajayi. Jonathan Stewart. Isaiah Crowell. Paul Perkins in the top 15. In rushing yards at the end of uh, 2016, 2017, who do we have? Oh, look, it's Kenyon Drake. <laughs> we have Kenyon Drake. Championship C- winner, Kenyon Drake. C.J. Anderson, Deion Lewis when he was with the Patriots. Man, Kerwin Williams when mm-hmm. he was with the Cardinals. Latavius Murray is showing up a lot. He is. He Don't is. forget my boy Alex Collins. Though. Alex Collins with the... The Ever- Irish dancer. Remember that? The yes, whole Irish yes. dancing thing? Heading into 18, he was everyone's darling RB2. Until he crashed his uh, Corvette and got busted with some weed. 2018, who do we have? Sony Michelle, Gus Edwards, mm. essentially Alex Collins' replacement. <laughs> Minus uh, the CJ Anderson again. How, who is, how is the CJ Anderson showing up <laughs> every at the end of every year? You know what's in common with all these running backs ryan they stink they stink (laughs) what do you want to do with them sell them sell them (laughs) so i think this is why people believe that like handcuffing in seasonal leagues is important even though we know it's not we know that if you handcuff your running back and this isn't a seasonal show but i think handcuffing makes a little bit more sense in dynasty but people are so obsessed with handcuffs because they think hey every year you know these running backs go down, but you end up handcuffing your running back, and, and that hardly ever works out. It's always the waiver wire guys at the end of the season where no one even thinks who who the heck is Alex Collins or right. you know Kenneth Dixon or Gus Edwards or any of these Ravens running backs for the love of God. <laughs> yeah, and I think you have to be put some thought into it if they were UDFA and did not play all year. They're coming in. Uh, we were talking off air a little bit. These players weren't getting beat up like other running backs were all year, and they have a lot more juice. They're running faster, running harder. And so 2019, what made me think about this was Raheem Mostert. Mm -hmm. Finished the year really strong along with uh, Kenyon Drake and last year Damian Williams. I saw Damian Williams. He was a third-round pick. You could get a lot of value for him last year in the offseason. I was a sucker that bought him, and I regret it because 27-year-old running backs don't break out at the just randomly and at the end of the season. I think if what he, round did he go in in the NFL draft? Oh, it was like none, none, zero. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think if 
you have, if you just use a blanket statement of picking up that championship winning running back and then selling him the next year, I think you'll end up better off more often than not to the good. Yeah, just to your point about Raheem Mostert, I just looked DLF, um, DLF expert rankings. So combined rankings between the DLF guys, they have Mostert at RB55, but in his January ADP that's been collected so far, running back 33. That's the phenomenon right (laughs) happening in front of you. That's 22 points, or I'm sorry, 22 spots jumped right there just because of what he did at the end of the season. So I think your point is very well taken. You have to really like the profile. It can't just be the last six games of the year, 12 through 17. Um, you got to love the profile. And I think we both agree that we're going to try to sell some running backs at the end of the season, especially the ones we're not that high on. Yes. You know, if Nick Chubb or Kamara has a great weeks 12 through 17, well, right. we just expect that. Yeah. They're yeah. Nick Chubb and Alvin Kamara and Saquon Barkley. We're not selling them because of that. But you know, when you get a, a turd that hasn't you know quite been flushed down the toilet, and <laughs> is some twenty eight year old running back, and he's coming in and he's looking good because the team they're playing is probably out of the playoffs and completely beat down and cold, and he comes in, you know, I'm, I want to sell that guy. Absolutely, absolutely. Yep, that was my point. We will continue on like we were have been talking about in this in this series going on going through our offseason buys and sells through the NFC North, starting with the Chicago Bears. Anyone you're looking to buy from the Chicago Bears? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're, we'll keep talking about ADP. That's uh, DLF January 2020 ADP. I want to buy Allen Robinson. He's wide receiver 19 mm. in January um, ADP. I'm I'm a little confused by that to be honest. Um, fully, you know, back from the ACL injury, he put up 98, 1147 yards and seven touchdowns with Mitch Trubisky at quarterback. Yes. Um, he's still only 26 years old going into the next season. He's the same age as Galladay and Mike Evans. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I think he's he's um, younger than Cooper Cup. Oof, yeah, <laughs> I think he's a huge value at wide receiver 19. I, I mean. Uh, I haven't f- completed my off-season ranking adjustments, but but I'm probably going to have him at least five spots ahead of that. Um, he was also wide receiver nine in points per game. Um, so I think, you know, if Mitch Trubisky is the quarterback there next year, okay, you know, that was a pretty good season. Yep. But, but I think really any improvement from the quarterback, whether that's Mitch or someone else, uh, I think the sky's the limit for Alan Blake Robinson, Bortles. like we've seen. Yeah, yeah. When Blake, <laughs> Blake <laughs> or maybe Bortles. Hackenberg, maybe they'll go Hackenberg, Bortles, <sighs> and Mitch Trubisky all on the same team. Poor Robinson. Yeah. I mean, he's just had a run of bad luck with quarterbacks. He had a fourteen hundred and fourteen touchdown season, so we know what that's his ceiling with Blake Bortles. With Blake Bortles, that's his, uh, th- there was a lot of other things that happened that year. That a lot of garbage time. Yeah, a lot of garbage time. But <laughs> we don't in fantasy. We like garbage time. <laughs> I love garbage time. He was also my buy. Uh, I saw his second and a third in Robbie Anderson. Done. Uh, Jamison Crowder, Deontay Johnson, Miller, and a second. Double done. Ingram and a second and a third. Done. Yeah, I think, and we had talked about selling Ingram in one of our previous episodes. If you can offer Ingram a second and a third to get Allen Robinson, whew, Delgie. Yep, totally agree there. How about someone you want to sell from the Chicago Bears? Yeah, so going, just kind of getting my notes together for this episode, I I said to myself, oh man, I want to sell David Montgomery. Um, You know, draft capital is fine, third round. 
Um, yeah, I, I liked his tape. He definitely didn't look explosive, and he showed us that at the combine and in the NFL. He, I mean, he's a great, he's a good tackle breaker. He's a good, um, great contact balance, um, which is hard to pick up in the analytics. But then I saw the ADP and saw him at RB twenty two, and then and then I didn't want to sell him anymore because I think RB two is actually pretty good value for him. Actually, um, I don't love him as a player, but you know, RB 22 seemed pretty fair. So all of those words to say that, no, I, I couldn't find anybody on that team that, that I really that screamed by, or I'm sorry, sell to me. What about you? I have David Montgomery. Yeah. So I think, so yeah, RB 22, which I guess he's technically the starting running back. They have Tariq Cohen. Mm-hmm. They, they, he was a third round pick. He was early third. He went right after uh, Darrell Henderson. So th- that's good, not great. He never had a college touchdown rush over 20 yards, and that continued in the NFL. I don't know why. They just got rid of Jordan Howard for another Jordan Howard. He had 242 carries last year, and only five of them were more than 15 yards. Oof. Adrian Peterson had 11. The great the great 35-year-old Adrian Peterson had 11 on less carries. Jordan Howard, who they got rid of, had eight. Bo Scarborough had five. Oh boy. Bo Scarborough had as many (laughs) who only played at the end of the year with the Lions had as many uh, rushes over 15 yards as David Montgomery is. I thought Montgomery was going to catch more balls. I was a little disappointed in his 25 receptions and true yards per carry 3.5 number RB 56 very inefficient season. Oh, he he was not good. It's just, it's so the RBs are so hard after, you know, you really get a, you know, plant your flag on who you actually believe in when you're talking about but RB. You think coaches would have to see this and like mm-hmm. know he was not good. I think for me, I'm cutting bait while he still has value. He was a first round pick in a lot of rookie drafts, and I think people still, you know, his his RB ranking is RB 22. Looking at the trade finder, I saw Debo in a second. Oh yeah, which I'm I would th- definitely do for sure. Uh, I would two two seconds and a third. I I would do that. Um, I know he was a first-round pick last year, but we know this class is so much deeper. I saw Julio for Montgomery straight up. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Two very risky assets. Uh-huh. I think I'd rather – Oh, I think It depends on your team. Julio. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather have Julio. He, he, he's, not, he's not going to gain value, but I don't think David Montgomery is either. No, absolutely not. I think you. this class will actually – at push least him keep down. him there. At least keep him there or push him further. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. How about a rookie you'd like to see head to the Chicago Bears? Um, you know, it's a tough one. They just invested a third Montgomery like we talked about. I don't see them going back to running back with a day day two pick. Um right. I think the wide receiver room is actually pretty good. Robinson, Taylor Gabriel, Anthony Miller, uh Cordero Patterson is that Swiss Army knife. Yep. They could do a lot of things. So I actually like the weapons they have at wide receiver. Um it's Mitch. Yeah, I was just gonna say that the the tight end. I could see them adding a tight end, but the the biggest need is quarterback. Um, uh, you know, wh- where did they pick in the first round? I, I don't even recall. Um, it's got to be pretty high, yeah, it's, but it's, it's going to be after the Herbert. You know, it's going to be after the obviously Burrows to uh, Herbert. So then you're talking about the QB four. Um, I don't know. I I think that. I think I'd like to see them at least bring in some competition for Trubisky. So, yeah. you know, I, I don't I don't think it's exciting. I don't think it's, you know, 
going to lead the championship, but I wouldn't mind see them throw a dart throw at maybe like a Jake Fromm or someone like that in yeah. the late second, third round, just to bring in some competition at least. Or just use one of those picks and bring in one of the Teddy Bridgewater or yeah. Cam Noon or something like that. Absolutely. Oh, Cam there would be kind of interesting. Yeah, I think Cam would be interesting there. I picked a rookie tight end because yeah. their tight ends, there was a lot of high hopes in the previous off seasons, but haven't done much. And I have a uh, tight end out of Missouri, Albert Oki, Oki, Oki Benham. Oki Benham. <laughs> yeah, I think he's going to make the enough. all team name. Yeah. The all rookie team name. 6'5", 255. That's the size we like. He had 11 touchdowns as a redshirt freshman, which is impressive for yeah. a tight end. Did not do as much the next two seasons. Tight end college profiles are so tough to determine who's going to be successful in the NFL. We have to rely on draft capital, but it's a dumpster fire, just like the NFL. Yeah. So, and a great size, six, five, two fifty five. Yeah. Like said. He's a big boy. Great size. So I just thought a tight end would fit there. Moving on now to the Detroit lions. Someone you'd like to buy? No, not really. Um, I think all their assets are, Generally well priced. I don't know. Carry on at RB fourteen. Like I said, I'm just RB thirteen and on. I'm just so confused. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, all these guys will get pushed back a few with Swift and hopefully Etienne and Taylor um, and Dobbins, Dobbins and, and you know. So this these you know ca- carry on at RB fourteen might look like more like carry on at RB eighteen once we're five weeks into the season. Yeah. Um, but you know, at this point, I think that Galladay is the right price. I, I like him a lot, but he's he's jumped 13. up in value a lot. Uh, I think wide receiver, thir- 12, 13. Uh, yeah. So no, not for me. I, I'm not looking to buy anyone from this team. I agree. Hawkinson, tight end nine. I'm not paying up for Hawkins. Uh, Hawkinson's a great tight end, but I would not pay up for him. Marvin Jones is a little older, so. I'm with you there. How about someone you would like to sell? Yeah, so, you know, like I said, I, I think the assets are pretty well-priced here. Stafford, Galladay, Hawkinson, I think they're all carry-on. They're all pretty fair. Um, I'd like to see if I could get anything from Marvin Jones. Uh, he's about about to be 30. He's wide receiver 51. The, the only reason I, I say this is just looking at the ADP, the thing that struck me was the players around him that I liked a lot better. Yeah. Um, maybe someone like a Paris Campbell. Um, even if I could swing like a Marvin Jones and and add a third for Paris Campbell, yeah. um, I'd like to to maybe maybe if maybe if a contender has Paris Campbell, I'd like to you know pop a late draft pick with Marvin Jones and try to give him a little bit more depth. But yeah, no, I think that's where I'm at for that. What about you? I have Carryon Johnson as yeah. my so since I, we had talked in the last episode that I would prefer Geis even over Carryon and with Carryon RB thirteen. Mm-hmm. He's not had a healthy year either uh he had less than two targets a game last year got both scarborough came in and looked he looked good mm-hmm. uh tyler good, good offensive line yeah you know, they have with really stafford good, in and the right offense now, runs pretty well experience uh tyler johnson's there uh i don't think that this would happen again but i saw a trade for aj brown saw a trade for Allen robinson uh first and a second jeez he can't, uh, wow i can't believe he has a Back-to-back season-ending in knee injuries. Yeah. And he's still only 22. But that's I would, still uh, any of that that you just yeah. talked about, I would smash the button. I would my... trade I would trade for an early second plus a little something. Yeah. Maybe like a 2021 20, second. Yeah. Uh, that's where I, uh, he Like you said, he's young. But it, it doesn't look like they're going to use him as a three-down back. 
So I agree. At, I liked Ty Johnson and Bo Scarborough look pretty good yeah, too they when did. they got an opportunity. They and did. You just I don't Matt Patricia. I just cannot get a read on what Oof. the heck he wants to do with his team. I don't think he's going to be there all that long. No. Um, but I just I don't even give I don't even get a read with what the identity of that team is going to be. So I agree. Just, who knows? How about a rookie you'd like to see head to Detroit? Yeah, so I could see them using um, an early second rounder on a wide receiver to pair with Galladay. I think hmm. you know Galladay had a great season. I, I think that they have Stafford. <clears throat> they're paying Stafford. They need to give him you know maybe a weapon to add to Galladay and Hawkinson in the running game. So um, I'd love to see maybe if Henry Ruggs um, fell a little bit. I think he, Ruggs is going to be a good fit. Yeah, I think he's going to blaze at the combine. I think he's going to be a yak monster. Um, add in the fact that you're going to play at least nine games in a dome every year. And I'm not worried about him taking away target share from Galladay because no. they're very different receivers. That would be a lot of speed and just a lot of fun, especially in the dome. Matthew Stafford doesn't care. He'll sling it all around. Um, yeah, I think that'd be fun to watch, and I think that'd make sense for the team too. For my rookie, I have a story I want to tell you and see if you can guess who it is. I like stories. I like stories. So... 2006 the year is 2016 all right this team's starting quarterback had a back injury a fourth round quarterback came in took over the team and is now their starter do you know who i'm talking about we're talking about an nfl team yes 2016 the quarterback that was there is now a broadcaster oh tony Roma. and the dallas cowboys yeah do you know who i'm thinking of for a second, third round pick for the Detroit Lions then? Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts. All right. <laughs> yeah. Very similar story. I mean, Stafford is younger. Yeah. But end of the season with the back injury, that's a little scary. I think yeah. they need a little bit of depth behind him and possibly someone that could take over for the in the future. Jalen Hurts, 3,800 yards this past season. He was a 70% passer. 32 touchdowns, only eight interceptions. He had... 1,300 yards and 20 touchdowns on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you think there needs to be a different coach in place for to make that happen? It's so I, I really like that pick, and I think Jalen Hurts needs a little bit of time. Yeah. Um, like you said, Do you I see Matt Patricia? I don't think he's going to be around that long, but do you see Matt Patricia and Jalen Hurts? Like I'm, I'm looking at that tandem like one thing doesn't match, but I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't think – so I don't think Matt Patricia is long for that team anyways, but – Right, right. I, I don't. I don't know how how they would feel about it. That that's just the rookie. I I looked at both situations, and Jalen Hurts reminds me so much of Dak Prescott. That big body, he's athletic, but he's not like a Lamar Jackson. He doesn't rely on it. No, no. He's that also doesn't run people over like him, and just like I think he would be a really good fit in in this offense, throwing to Galladay, and if they draft rugs and I. Th- I don't. I don't think he's gonna go in the first round. Oh no, I, I don't. I think he's at least a second, second or round pick. third round. Yeah, maybe that's why I, I compared him to Dak Prescott. Yeah, so. and I like it. I, and he had he had a great season last year. I'm looking at the 11.3 yards per attempt is pretty nice. And um, yeah, I, I think he had a great season, and that makes a lot of sense. We all know his story. He was the starting. He started as a freshman in Alabama. Mm-hmm. To uh, I mean, Tua was one of the best prospects we ever saw play college football so there's no shame in losing your job to him uh that doesn't mean that jalen hurts won't can't necessarily also be a quarterback in the nfl moving on down to the green bay packers you have anyone you'd like to buy from the packers no <laughs> yeah i don't either it's like yeah every year people are because cert- like the pack for some reason 
Aaron Rodgers in there is there, and it seems like people think this is like a fantasy gold mine. Yeah, but it never is. No, I think Aaron Jones, his price makes sense. Um, Adams is wide receiver three. I mean, but I can't do anything with that. Uh, there's, in my opinion, there the wide the 2020 wide receiver two. I'm hoping isn't on the roster right now. Yeah, yeah. Because I really don't like anything after Adams. Um, I kind of like Jay Sternberger in the draft last year, but he didn't even have a catch all season. No. And it, I know Jimmy Graham, blah, 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 but Jimmy Graham stinks and he's old. He does. So I mean, if Sternberg's out there on your waiver wire. Then oh yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely picking up Sternberger. He's a great taxi squad guy, um, especially, but no one I'm buying. I agree. How about selling? Um, you know, I think I really like Devonte Adams and I really like the fact that he's with Aaron Rodgers and you know, that whole story, but at wide receiver three turning 27 next year, hmm. I think he's already at his ceiling. Um, I just would like to see what I could get in return. Uh, can I get DJ Moore in a second for him? I think yeah, so. Yeah, I think so. You know, um, so I think that I think AJ that, Brown and DJ Moore. I mean, really, if I could get AJ Brown or DJ Moore or someone like that and add on a and add on a second, um, I think I think that would be like the minimum you could get. Of for those him. big three wide receivers that are turning they're all hopkins mike thomas and devonta yeah is he the only one you're selling out of that group i'm definitely not selling. uh, uh they're no, they I, all seem similar similar yeah. ages to me so, you know i was gonna say i'm not selling michael thomas but then i just reminded myself that we don't know if drew Brees is coming back i think he will yeah um and he looked he was just as productive with Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, right? michael thomas just had a great year i mean i think i'm entered uh, just with any wide receiver who's going to be 27 or 28 and just like any running back who's entering that second contract that's kind of the place where i take a step back and i want to kind of see if there's you know what i could get for them having said that i'll, I'll still it's not like a panic thing where like oh my god the wide receiver is turning 28 the running back's turning 25 and he's about to get a second yeah. deal i need to move on right but i definitely that's kind of my barometer for i need to at least see what's out there yeah and it seems like this year next year's wide receiver rookie classes will be the ones taking over the league sooner. Yeah, those guys are going to be like wide receiver 12, 13, two yeah. years. And I think I think of those big three, though, I like Adams the least. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, especially if they bring someone else in. I have Aaron Jones as my cell at RB11. 16 rushing touchdowns. Excuse me. <laughs> that's not 16, sustainable. Yeah, that's not sustainable. He's a fifth-round pick. He's an unrestricted free agent in 2021. He never secured a full time the full time job, and you, I've seen first plus plus for him. So yeah, and they and they still kept wanting to go to Jamal Williams. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I don't. And I just don't get that. I don't get it either, but it is what it is. I, draft capital matters. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm selling Aaron Jones if I can. How about a rookie? Yeah, so get I'd love to see Adam some help. I, yeah, got to get Adam some help here. Um, you, this is another one of those situations where you could. Give me any of the top, yeah, four or five wide receivers in this draft, and I would say, yeah, that makes sense. So, um, give me Chenault, give me um, Rugs, give me Rager. Um, you know, I, I kind of like I kind of like Adams and Chenault together. That yeah, I have, seems I have like a, is my. That kind of seems like a bruiser of a group. He's um, a sub sub twenty year old breakout, big sophomore year. He has some injury issues. Really boring Colorado offense. Uh, he had a, over a thousand yards in nine games his sophomore year. He, Very exciting film. I can't wait to dig. He's one of those guys I have starred as I can't wait to watch his He film. runs like the Tasmanian Devil. As he soon does. as he catches the ball, it's like re- reckless abandon. Let's just hit someone. That's probably why he's always injured. But, <laughs> uh, there, 
also a knock against him and not not very well developed route tree. Yeah, I know a lot of people talk about that, but that's something you can learn in the you can learn that in the NFL. That's why we have year three breakouts. Rogers throws open guys every week that I'm yeah. like, who, where, what? UW Whitewater or whatever, <laughs> Jake Kumaro and Geronimo Allison and the Lizard King, Marquis Alan Valdez. Lazard, yeah, Lazard and Marquez Valdez Scantling and Jamon Moore. These all these turds that he throws <laughs> open. Um, I think that Lavisca Chanel can can make that work. Absolutely, he can figure it out. He figure it out. Moving on down to the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, disappointing end to their year. Yeah, a little bit of a surprise. I thought that they made it as far as they did, especially the way they looked. Anyone you're looking to buy from the Minnesota Vikings? No, this I, I other than Robinson, this division did not have a lot of guys I was buying. Yeah, um, and I don't know if that's because I, you know, part of that this division plays pretty good defense. I don't, I don't think that plays a huge factor in it. But the Vikings, no, I think their assets are pretty well priced. Um, I would have been interested maybe in throwing out a a light offer for Irv Smith Jr. before yep. Rudolph got his big deal. Not that that's the be-all, end-all, but Rudolph's deal is like six years. And mm. uh, with all the other options they have in that offense, I'm, that doesn't excite me that yeah, much. Yeah, what, what about I you? Agree. I have Stephon Diggs as my buy. Yeah. I'll always be buying Stephon <laughs> Diggs, wide receiver 12, but he'll only be 26 next year. Yeah. They'll have a new offensive coordinator next year. Uh, he had his lowest target since his rookie year. Mm. He was third in the league in yards per target, top 20 in air yards. Thielen did not stay healthy. He was – Top 20 wide receiver uh, per game over the last three years. Stephon Diggs has been uh, the last three years. And I think that will continue for the next three years. Uh, he was a very volatile wide receiver, which sucks. But you're not paying top end. He's wide receiver 12, but you're not paying top end prices. I don't know if it's just a, I don't know, people grow tired of him. I he think, was so, so so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. He could be a little tough, but I saw a second and a third. I saw David Montgomery. I saw a 2021 second. And I can almost guarantee you I saw Sony and Sony and uh, Sanu. I can almost guarantee you you could pay a second and a third for him this year, and three years from now you can sell him again for a second yeah, and a third. Yeah, those deals are crazy. I, you shouldn't be that low on him. Um, I'm not going to buy him at wide receiver 12. It, I like him. It, he's just that – I hate to say it, but he's just that super volatile player that if you've owned him, you know, sometimes you look at the end of the season and you're like, oh, he had an okay year. But then when you own him, it's just those games where it's like 30 points, three points, 33 points, three points, three points. I'm going to put him on the bench. 30 points. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. I got to get him back in the lineup. Three points. We saw that from Mike Evans this year, but yeah. I, he doesn't seem to get the same rep as uh as stefan Diggs for that his tar- his targets were awful this year though i mean his targets are all over the place he was so as efficient. i look at his career yeah. and the year before it was he had a ton of targets yeah, yeah he had 100 catches so uh, what he- here's what's odd though last year he had 149 targets and he had 1021 yards and yeah. this year he had 94 targets and 1130 yards it's because he's so good he could play in any sort of offense and he's had different offensive coordinators almost every year he's been in the league they i think he's this will be his third third what offensive Offensive coordinator coordinator. yeah that makes sense yeah so i guess my only problem with him is like as he's what 26 yes and to buy him at the back he'll be 26 next year okay and then to buy him at the back end of wide receiver one it's like eventually i have to see it right so like five years in the nfl and his best season isn't really 
I don't know. It's it's okay, but it's not like well, I mean, it's not like well, I'm not. It doesn't really. He hasn't played a full season right. yet either. Um, I know. So if I can get like a full his full season be probably will would probably be about 1,200 yards and eight touchdowns maybe. Yeah, I hope so. That would be his best season. Um, would you tra- would you take CD Lamb or Stephon Diggs straight up? Mm, CD Lamb. That seems like right right there, right? Yeah, that, yeah. But yeah. Uh, you're not paying CD Lamb prices. No, those for, prices are crazy. Everyone should go out and buy at those prices. Yeah. Uh, how about someone you would look to sell? Yeah, I think I'll shop. Um, I'd like to shop Adam Thielen. So love the player. I think his game it should it should age well as long as he stays healthy. I don't think he's had any real injury issues other than the hamstring this year. Um, so I could see him. He, it's not like he wins on speed and explosiveness. Um, he catches everything around him, and he's a technician. And he doesn't get number one coverage out of the slot. Mm. So that helps a lot um, with Diggs taking a lot of the coverage. I'm really hoping with Stefanski gone in Cleveland, um, I'm really hoping that opens the yeah, offense hopefully. up. Yeah, hopefully. Um, but, but it seemed like Zimmer was the one. Zimmerman was the one that wanted them to run the ball. Yes, and he brought in an offensive coordinator that would do that. Have they hired a new OC yet? No. no yet. Okay. So Thielen hitting age thirty this year. He's wide receiver twenty five in ADP right now. Um, that that just really seems like kind of the peak of where he'll get um, going forward. So just looking at other guys around him, um, he's going one pick after Christian Kirk. Um, he's going right before Tyler Boyd and Michael Gallup. Um, I think I would, you know, if I could swing it, I'd make any of those work. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I have, I, I, I had him as a note. I think it might be a little too late. I mm-hmm. think he's. We talked about before, especially if you are a competing team, and this always varies depending on your yeah. roster yeah, structure. Yeah, yeah. If you're but competing, you might need him. It's. I think it's too late unless you can somehow swing a first, maybe a twenty twenty one for. I don't think you could. Uh, but other than that, I think I'm just holding. Did you see anything uh, trades out there for him? Uh, that that was the other thing. Whenever he was not a highly traded. Oh, okay. Yeah, so some of the trades might not even be super relevant or anything yeah. like that. Uh, oh, yeah. So like, here's one round uh, a round two pick in 2020. Like, I'm gonna hold Thielen yeah. for a mid second rounder because I I still do think he can give you two to three years. Um, yeah, he can give you age 30 and 31 years at top 20 production. I yeah. think. The, the Andy Dalton and Deontay Johnson in one oh, quarterback league. That's insane. Uh, a 2021 first. Okay. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So Andy Dalton and Deontay Johnson is insane. <laughs> Do you have to agree with yeah, that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Ho- uh, Hollywood Brown in a 2023rd. Uh, I think I'm keeping Thielen. Yeah, yeah. That's why I started looking through this and I think just where he's at right now, I think I'm holding. I don't know if you can, can get as much value as you can production from him over I the agree. next, yeah, three, four years. What about a rookie you like? I do have a rookie I like. Jacob Eason. Yeah, Jacob Eason. Yeah, there's only one year left on Cousins' contract, so they need to do something. Eason was a five-star top quarterback in his class. He started as a true freshman at uh, Georgia, and then he got injured, and then Fromm took over. Uh, he transferred to Washington and played this past year. 64% passer. He had 3,100 yards, 23 touchdowns, eight interceptions. I, I, he won't be a first. They won't have to pay a first round, I don't think, for him. So I just thought they need some depth and maybe someone they could develop. Yeah, I really like that. It, 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 Ethan's just a – someone's probably going to fall in love with his size yeah. at the draft. He'll go a little bit maybe earlier than he should. Um, 6'6", 227, good God. 
Um, yeah, but I've been following him in his recruitment for a long time. He's actually from Washington State, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Went to Georgia. Didn't work out for him, like you said, and he's back at Washington. But, yeah, no, I think that makes a, a ton of sense. Who knows what's going to happen? With just one year left on Kirk Cousins' deal, do you think they ch- – are? have you read anything about them trying to extend it? No. No, I haven't Zimmerman either. Zimmerman said he – he didn't even know how much t- time was left on Kirk Cousins' contract as end of year conference. That's because he said so many eye surgeries that he can't <laughs> see. <laughs> you know he has everything printed out. By yeah, the way. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I just, I lo- he seems like an okay guy, but I'm just God. Yeah. Um, I think they're set at running back. They're set at tight end. Um, I, I also have a note here that I don't even know. Like, I'm not even sure about Kirk Cousins to begin with. Um. I think they could absolutely. I have Eason here as a note. Um, I need to watch more of the Jordan Love from Utah. I know he's going around yeah. that around that range as well. Um, if not quarterback, though, I kind of like it, the idea of a, maybe a, a really good wide receiver three for them. Um, I'm going to keep pounding the table for late-round wide receivers like Brian Edwards or Tyler Johnson. I mean, we'll see what they do with the combine and the draft. But, you know, it, how nice would it be to see? Don't you feel like Brian Edwards could turn into Adam Thielen? Yeah, just absolutely. great body control, great, you know, great hands catcher. Maybe not the most dynamic athlete. He's going to have a sub eighteen year old breakout age. Yeah, which is impressive. Or you could even go later, uh, Ayuk out of Arizona State, yeah. or yeah, yeah. someone uh, Isaiah Hodgins from Oregon State. Yeah, get them both. Take take Eason in the second. Take uh, Edwards in the fourth. Call they still have Treadwell there. Do they really? Yeah. I thought they released him. And then brought him back. Oh, why not? Yeah. The first three, the first four years worked out so well. Uh, remember Treadwell, man? I remember him at the combine. He had his he had his shirt on, or I'm sorry, he had his hat on backwards, yeah. and he's just catching balls and just looked like a cool guy. Uh-huh, I wonder uh-huh. if that I wonder if that popped him up the draft list. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for tuning in this week as we continued our offseason buys and sells with the AFC North. NFC North. Did I say AFC? NFC North, sorry about that. (laughs) Tune in next week as we continue this podcast series on to the NFC South. Yep. And then we'll finish it up with the West, and then we're going to move on to what we're very excited about, rookies. Yeah, yeah. We'll get some combine coverage. We'll start breaking down the rookies, and uh, we'll have some fun with it. All right. Thanks for tuning in. All right. Thanks, everyone. The team here at Dynasty In-Depth Wanted to recognize that this past weekend we lost a sports icon in Kobe Bryant. Ryan and I are both huge basketball fans as well and grew up watching Kobe. Anytime we took a beer pong shot together in college and we felt so good on the release, knew it was going in, everyone yelled Kobe. And as much as we lost a sports icon, wives lost husbands, children lost parents, and family members lost loved ones. So us, from us here at Dynasty In-Depth, our thoughts and prayers go out to the Bryant family, the Altobelli family, the Chester family, and the Zobayan family who lost loved ones in the unfortunate helicopter crash last Sunday.